guys, this is The Daily Hustle and today we have a super special guest. It's Larry Long Jr. So I read online that if positivity had a name, it would be Larry Long Jr. And I was so excited to bring him on the show because he's a super motivating character. I overheard um, a, uh, a webinar that he was in and straight after that webinar, I reached out to him online and said, Larry, you need to come on the, the uh, podcast. So, Larry, I'll let you do a little intro for yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to kind of where you are today. Come on, man. I'm happy to be here, man. <laughs> Just honored, privileged to be here. Every day we're hustling with the daily hustle. I'm Larry Long Jr., uh, CEO, and that's uh, Chief Energy Officer of LLJR Enterprises, motivational speaking, performance and sales coaching, really out here trying to make an impact in individuals' lives, in organizations, uh, through their people, and just happy to be here, man. That's all I can say is I'm I'm happy to be here. You're right. I'm a, I'm a crazy character. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's, it's what really inspired me to get you on the show because you know, I was sitting there and I think one of the things you said was, if you're not bringing, are you going to be one of the people that brings energy into the room? Or are you going to be one of the people that takes it out? And like, for me, I'd like to think I'm that first one. <laughs> but I think you're like that first one times like a thousand, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's a choice. And it's one of those things where I don't know. I don't like to spend time with negative Nancy's, negative Nellie's. Life is too short. Uh, in the words of sweet Georgia Brown, and you'll have to Google her, ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, I want to be around people that are having fun, that are trying to accomplish things, that care about others, and they show it through their actions. So that's where we're trying to uh, where we're trying to go, Matt. That's it. And and this podcast is all about motivating your mindset. So. I guess it's a really good theme for that. And in, in, like you said, making that choice, that's where it starts, right? So true. So true. It's, it's, uh, there, there's power in intentionality and there's power in purpose and power in focus and actually executing on what you want to yeah. be. So I love that you said that you want to be that first person. My next question would be, what are you doing exactly. to make sure that when you come up in the room, or even if you come up in the Zoom, you're adding energy and not taking it away. That's it. And that's that comes down to what I can see, having a lot of intention in what you're doing. So I think that's amazing. And from that point, I think, like, one of the things that I love about this podcast specifically, and one of the reasons I wanted to start it, was actually, like, a lot of people are going to be listening, thinking, well, how do I bring positive energy when I'm feeling like I'm a little bit demotivated? So, you know, when you're in that demotivated, repressed stage, like, how do you find that moment of getting really fucking motivated? Like, how do you do it, Larry? Yeah, I mean, it's one, it's all about perspective for yeah. me. So just because I've got a smile on my face, I'm in a good mood, that doesn't mean that everything is perfect. It's quite the contrary. Uh, but it's perspective. When, when things aren't going well, what can I learn from that experience? Is there anything that I can share with others? Because I would imagine if I'm going through it, I'm not the only one. Yeah. I can't imagine I'm the only one in the world 
that that has the challenges of a 12 year old son whose energy is 10x my energy, which leads them to, to get into some mischief. <laughs> they have an eight year old daughter who she's just flipping around the house. She's she loves gymnastics, bopping her head on walls, talking about daddy, I'm okay. Yeah, but you got a hole in my wall. Come on, Cletus. <laughs> so it's really about that perspective of hey, you roll with the punches, you live, you learn. You earn, you have fun, you help others. That's what it's all about. So believe you me, I've been in in, in demotivated places. I've been in places where I didn't feel great, but I made a choice that, hey, I'm alive. Yeah. Any day that ends in Y is a great day. It's a blessing for me because I'm alive. And that certainly beats the alternative. That's it. Actually, there's something that I really was quite curious about because like I, I started practicing gratitude quite a lot. In fact, I'm not going to get it out on the camera, but I've got gratitude tattooed on me because like for me, this like completely changed my life around. So do you think like gratitude and motivation, there's a big link between them? Oh, huge, huge. And I'll be honest with you. I started off the year with a gratitude journal. It was the one sentence gratitude journal. And uh, similar to most New Year's resolutions, I started it, but I wasn't committed. I haven't finished it. But when you are just grateful, which I'm naturally grateful, and when you have intention of what you're grateful for, the weather outside, even if it's rainy, because we need rain, the people that you surround yourself, it just gives you a whole different lens to view things. And, And it's a choice. You can look at anything. I've got some family members and friends that look at anything in a negative light. Oh, you just hit the lotto. Well, why didn't they give it to me in all $5 bills? It's like, what? Like, you just won a million dollars and you're finding a way to complain? Come on, Cletus. Whereas there's other people, you can give them a, a, a pile of rocks and they're going to be like, hey, I guess I'm I'm going to learn something about geology. <laughs> So it's all about your perspective. It's true, isn't it? I'll tell you what, I turned up, I, I, I briefly mentioned to Larry before this podcast, I've just spent the weekend with all of my best friends in a villa in a really m- remote area. And um, one of the things that I didn't realize entering this villa was I, I arrived at night. And in the morning when I opened up this this window, like I was like struck by this mountainous views like everywhere. And that was like straight away, 10.30 in the morning was like, that is my number one gratitude for the day. I was like, the mountains. <laughs> That's how I did it. I love it. I love that perspective. And I mean, sometimes you've got to stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to slow down to speed up. And you said it, gratitude. And I love that you have it tattooed. I'm afraid of needles, so I'm not getting tattooed anything. I'll probably pass out. <laughs> but uh, that is awesome. That shows a huge commitment that right is. there to get that thing inked yeah, in. Yeah, inked in for sure. <laughs> how, how do you think people like just openly, I guess, how do you think people move closer towards actually understanding that and relating that to their goals? So, yeah, it, it, through experiences and, and through their surroundings. So, I mean, my my upbringing had a lot to do. My father grew up in Baltimore City. He grew up in the projects. Yeah. Only one from his family to graduate high school. He went on to college. He ran track. And uh, his perspective was, if I can do it from my circumstance, 
uh, an abusive and alcoholic father, single mother, two brothers who weren't necessarily always doing the right things, surrounded by drugs and violence and crime. And he pretty much said, if I can do it, that shows that anyone can do it. But I, I think it's really the environment. And then it's this, it's your mindset. Which your mindset, I believe it starts with your heart. Yeah. What's in your heart? The heart connects to the brain. The brain connects to the mouth. And then the mouth connects to your actions. Yeah. If you can, if you can master the heart, the mind, the mouth, and your actions, like JJ Walker said, dynamite. <laughs> dynamite. I love it. <laughs> That's brilliant. So did you tell us a little bit about your your upbringing? Because you've got like you you played baseball, right? Like was it professionally? Not professionally. I played it in, uh, in college, yeah. University of Maryland, Go Terps. I think across the pond, they might call it rounders. I, I was in England. They said, oh, you played rounders. And then they all started chuckling. I had to Google it. I saw, oh, the joke's on me. Very funny. Are you see, <laughs> But I, I, played, I played in college. You've got a big pink baseball bat on you right now. It's for anyone that intrudes the house, surely. <laughs> the positivity baseball right. bat. <laughs> Oh, goodness. They're going to be safe. I couldn't hit, hit the side of a wall if I tried. <laughs> That's brilliant. So let's, let's think about, like, I guess, motivation again. So what kind of obstacles or barriers do you think people will face that will sabotage that motivation? And, and how can they come around that as well? I mean, I'll be honest with you, Matt. Life, life. life is a four-letter word. Every day there's challenges. Yeah. There's barriers. I can tell you, I like to work with folks that when they get hit with an obstacle, they find a way yeah. over it. They find a way under it. They find a way around it. And if they have to, kind of like the dude Tyson Fury, they find a way right through it. I mean, oh, he was dropping was bombs. So when, when life presents barriers, do you do you handle it? Do you go out with, with a with a fur fury? Or, or do you just get knocked out and give up and say, woe is me? That's your choice. So life is going to throw, to give you a baseball example, curveballs. Yeah. It's, it's going to throw some knuckleballs at you. It's all how you react to it. It's all how you accept it. It's all how you handle it is really what dictates whether you're successful, whether you're happy, or, or whether you're on the other side, which for me, ain't nobody got time I mean, for that. That's really good because I think like, you know, like letting yourself – into certain groups of people or certain people that can eventually drag you down can kill your motivation, right? So it's about spending your time with the right people and making sure that it's around. That's right. You are what you yeah. eat. I'm, I'm working on a book, and it's funny because I was just on the chapter this weekend. The book is called Jolt, and I'm trying to zap people into intentionality to believe in and rediscover their inner greatness. We've all got inner greatness. Yeah. But the chapter I was working on is you are what you consume. Yeah. So if, if you are what you eat, that would make me a fried chicken. I love fried <laughs> chicken. But more importantly, what books, what podcasts? If you're not listening to the Daily Hustle podcast, how are you getting that, that, that inspiration, that motivation? How are you getting that positivity in your life? Where is it? I think the great Jim Rohn said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. So if you're with negative Nancy's and negative Nellie's, I apologize if your name is Nancy or Nellie, but if you're around those folks, chances are you're going to be negative. No. <laughs> you know what? Someone, someone in the villa called someone else the uh, negative Nancy this weekend. Funny enough. 
that's the first time I've heard that in years. And you've just brought it up for a second time on the show. So <laughs> that's fantastic. So um, one of the things that I was quite intrigued with as well is like, you know, like we're talking about now, like, okay, you've got this choice to do it. Now, we all know that choices sometimes come from habits. So like, you know, what kind of habits do you usually take to increase that motivation level? Because like, I know, like for me, if I keep running for like more than a month and I really push myself into it, if I keep going at it, then generally I'm going to maintain that. If I, if I stop after a week or two weeks, then things start to go down, I guess. What, do you think there's any habits we do around motivating ourselves? You, you said it before, gratitude. And it's practice. I mean, I don't know if Allen Iverson, the great basketball player, is listening, but he's got a funny rant where he says, are we talking about practice, not the game? Yes, Allen, we're talking about practice. Do you practice gratitude? Do you practice having confidence? When was the last time you practiced getting out of your comfort zone? I I saw, I, I heard that there's a study that more people would prefer to die than they would to speak in public. So essentially put yourself out there. I just spoke with a group out of Barcelona this morning. The gentleman who hosted it said, I'm working to be a speaker, which is why I'm leading the team meeting. And I brought in a guest today. I applaud that. That's never, very rarely is that comfortable to be speaking in front of strangers, to be public speaking. So when was the last time you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation? And what I've learned is that the more I'm comfortable with getting uncomfortable, the better things go for me. Because I might be unsuccessful. Some people might call it failure, but now I'm learning. Now I'm stretching. Now I'm growing. And uh oh, you better watch out, world. It's it's kind of like the we've all seen the analogy of babies. When babies try to walk, they fail, they fall down. But what do they do? They pull themselves up. They don't say, Oh, woe is me, I give up. No, they try again. And then you got everyone on the sideline, Hercules, Hercules, cheering them on. Come on, you can do it, little Matt. Let's go, little MD. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Well, how come when we get older, and I mean, I say I'm older and wiser, why do we not have that same philosophy? Yeah. Why don't we surround ourselves with cheerleaders that are rooting us on to do that thing? Hey, I want to start my own business. Some people are like, why would you do that? You're in corporate America. You're you're doing well. No, this is my dream. Why do people not support? You can do it. Let's go, Maddie. That's brilliant. Now, you've got a massive point there, actually. It's like that that surrounding yourself with cheerleaders. I have a few people that post stuff to me, like personally, and they're like, I've got you on this. You're doing a great job. And I think that's like one of the most amazing things to keep yourself motivated as well is like actually recognizing that there's people out there that are supporting you. I think that's really important. That's right. And, and, and to reverse it, who are you supporting? Exactly. Because it's amazing when you support others, when you give and give and make deposits and make more deposits, it's absolutely amazing how much you're able to receive. It's just, I don't, For me, it's my faith. The more I give, the more I receive. And I just give just out of a spirit of giving, of wanting to sincerely help others. But it's amazing when you help others, 
how much it helps you, how much it fills your cup. And now when your cup is overflowing, it, it just it multiplies. I mean, it's crazy. It's I always encourage people to make sure that you look at that person in the mirror first to make sure that you're right. And then you can give of yourself. You can't you can't pour into someone else's cup if your cup is empty. I think that's okay. So I was I actually read that on and I heard that on another podcast the other day because I I listened to loads of podcasts and um, I heard the other day that actually like once you've you've looked after yourself, then that should be your goal is to help others because I think going back to like dopamine and all this kind of stuff that gets released when you are when you create happy moments and helping other people creates happy moments, right? So all of a sudden, you're then becoming very motivated for other reasons that aren't necessarily financially driven, which which is great. <laughs> so true. I love it. Absolutely love it. And I'm, I've been a living example of how when you give and you just give in the spirit of giving, not, not giving in the spirit of, oh, now you owe me yeah, something. No, exactly. I'm just giving because I want to help you. It's just amazing the way the universe works to, to provide you with opportunities. That's it, man. I love that. That's a really nice way to look at it. So in terms of like, so we've got like the motivation stuff. One of the other really amazing things you do is sales, right? You're, you're essentially like a top sales coach. I think you're like the number one sales coach for Salesforce, is it? Something like this? Uh, I, was, I was on you the were. top list. I'm not number yeah. one. I'm still learning. I'm living. I'm loving. But uh, it was great to be recognized by sales. Yeah, and and that's 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 a good thing from them. And um, they've obviously recognized you're a great person, what you do. And I've seen your sales coaching, and I think it's absolutely incredible. So, like, how do you approach sales? Like, what kind of stuff? What's your number one? I I obviously know what you're going to say, but the listeners don't. Um, but what's your number one thing for approaching sales? Yeah, it's all about your perspective. Yeah. So how do you define sales? And my keynote is sales is not a naughty word. Yeah. It's not a four-letter word. My, my mom said, Larry, sales isn't a four-letter word. I said, come on, mom, you didn't get it. But so many people view sales in a negative light. Uh, and the reason being is some folks have had negative experiences. I call it car lot Carl. I apologize if your name is Carl, but the guy on the used car lot, <laughs> excuse me, got me choked up, ready to do a deal. It's like, yo, I came for a minivan and you're trying to get me in a sports car. No. So my perspective of sales is we're playing matchmaker. Yeah. You're matching your product, your service, your thought or idea with someone else's needs, their wants, their desires, their challenges, their hopes, their dreams, their aspirations. And if you're able to make that match, if you're able to help them, yeah. oh, that's sales right there. And that's feel-good sales. Essentially, that car lot, how can you feel good about scamming people, about giving people something that they don't need, that they don't want, that they're not challenged with? No, it's kind of like I used to go to the mall before COVID. And they would have the little kiosk where they squirt lotion in your hand and they try to get you to buy the lotion. No, I moisturized today. I'm not Ashy Larry. Not today. If you called me last weekend, my elbows were ashy. I could have used your lotion, but not today. You're not able to make that match. So back up off me. <laughs> That's brilliant. I think one of the other things you mentioned as well in terms of like being a good salesperson is actually just being caring, right? 
That's it. Got a cat. That's the ABCs of success in sales and life. The A is action and accountability. The B is belief in what you're doing, belief in self. And the C is care. It's the give a damn factor. If you don't give a damn about people, people can smell BS from a mile away. They're going to sniff you out and say, something just ain't right. This person doesn't care. And speaking of C, communication, which so many people think communication is what you say and how you say it. That's part of it. But the most part of communication is listening. We've all been blessed with two ears and one mouth for a reason. My theme for 2021, even though I'm rocking the mic, the gold mic, two gold gold mics, my theme is listen. Because when you listen, you can learn so much. And when you learn, you earn. So my question is, what questions are you asking people and are you listening to serve? Are you listening to make that match? Or are you listening just so you can start spewing off how smart you are and how much you know? Survey says, <laughs> You're so jokes, man. I love this. <laughs> I need to try and find a way to bring effects into this podcast. And just... <laughs> Yeah, if you can't see right now, he's got drumsticks, like just rolling them, throwing around in the air. (laughs) So I think that's a really good way to summarize, like how, like, I guess you need to kind of be if you want to be successful in sales. And actually, it's it's not just being a salesperson. It's, It's actually being a caring person that listens, someone that, you know, goes out there to to serve. That's the one here, isn't it? That, that, that's it. That's it. And we're all in sales. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what your title is. If you ever go on an interview, if you're in a relationship, you're selling, yeah. whether you know it or not. So I encourage you to practice those skills, your listening skills, yeah. your caring skills. That's that's intentionality. And I'll share this with your with your listeners. The little things are really the big things. The little things mean so much. Now you're like, Larry, what does that mean? If you've never done it, I encourage you to step up to the hashtag three minute challenge. Every day, every weekday, I want you to go ahead and pick out one person from your Rolodex. Not your Rolex, not the watch, your Rolodex. For some of the millennials, that's the contacts you have in your phone. Pick one person out every day and figure out what can you do to surprise and delight them. For Matt, if I wanted to surprise and delight him, he looks like he likes some pizza. I'm going to go on Google and find a pizza meme that'll make him (laughs) chuckle. I'm going to send it to him and say, hey, what's up, Matt? I was thinking about you, man. I thought this pizza would make you smile. That's it. So now all of a sudden I'm making a deposit. I'm making him feel cared. I'm making him... So I'm surprising him. I'm delighting him. I'm not asking him for anything. If you do that every weekday, you're now building all this relationship equity. And who knows? It might be three months. It might be three years from now. Now you have the opportunity to go to the bank and and withdraw. But if you don't make any deposits, guess what? You can't make any withdrawals. Not in good conscience. It's true. It's very true. I think um, on on that, one of the things I think I'd like to know with you specifically is obviously you've got the three min challenge, right? 
who is who is the the greatest inspiration for you? But if you take back, that's easy. like that's 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 easy. That's my dad, yeah. Larry Long, the original. the original. I lost my father six years ago. He's still with me each and every day. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he grew up in the city of Baltimore City. The projects, uh, just the internal drive, the internal grit. He was a long jumper and a triple jumper, but he was only five foot eight. Wow. And I mean, he was he was short in size in stature, but he was a giant. And uh, just his internal motivation, his inspiration, his will. I'll never forget December 10th, 2015. I called him. He was in the hospital in Boston getting treatment. I said, hey, Pops, that's what my kids called him. Hey, Pops, how you feeling? He said, Larry, best I've ever felt. That was a lie. He passed away on December 11th, that following day. He was trying to essentially boost his mind to overcome the body. And he also wanted to protect me. He didn't want me to be worried. But uh, my father, by far, is uh, my greatest uh, inspiration, my greatest role model. And uh, I'm just blessed to be able to share what I learned from him with others. And I've got a chapter in my book, Lessons from My Dad, oh, that uh, it's, it's going to be the last chapter, chapter seven. Seven was my baseball number. And uh, I think it's just a great way to kind of tie my my book together with the lessons I learned from my pops. That's amazing. When, when are you launching the book? Like, when's it going to be released? It'll be coming out in Q1 of 2022. Oh. Be ready. It's, it's, it's going to come out. It's going to give you a jolt. And my thought is everyone does New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But once we get around Valentine's Day, those New Year's resolutions, they start to go bye-bye. Well, I'm here to zap you back, not into a New Year's resolution, but really a commitment to, to rediscovering, believing, and taking action in your inner greatness. Because yeah. so many times people lose it. Oh, where, where is my inner greatness? They don't believe in it. it. It disappeared. No, it's there. And I'm here to shake you up so, so that you can find it and live it because you deserve it. Nice. What's your, what's your next steps then with the career now? Like you've got the book going. Well, what is your next big step? What's going to be happening next? Hey, Matt, I've been so privileged. I work with a performance coach. Yeah. And our focus right now is on the speaking, the motivational speaking, the coaching, and then my book. Yeah. Once the book gets wrapped, I'm going to be joining the podcast world like oh, you. Man. I'm going to be having my own podcast. Now, I don't know the concept yet. It'll probably be around sales leadership and just sales leadership across different industries. That's kind of what I'm noodling on. No one go take that concept, <laughs> but it's all good. We're just going to go out there and really try to impact people's lives for the positive. Just like what you're doing, I want to be able to share other people's stories that can help folks that really want it and really need yeah. it. I think like that's that would be a really nice theme for you, actually, I think, in terms of actually putting something out there. Because I can see like like when I've reached out to you on LinkedIn, you genuinely were just like, yeah, I want that opportunity. I'd love to speak on there. And actually, you know, like I'm so grateful that you've come on the show because it's it's even learning a couple of bits on here from you, just which were actually I'm going to think about after this. And be like, well, actually, yeah, I have a lot more choice in these different areas of my life and how I choose to live my days. I think that's really important. <laughs> Big time. And actually, long term, long term, 
uh, December 11th, 2025. It'll be the 10 year anniversary of my father passing. I've already, I've documented it. I'm now working on a work back plan. My goal is to have broken ground, essentially to be on the way to having a facility or having a foundation that has funds to be able to support inner city youth via the Shorty Long, that's my dad's name, the Shorty Long Academic and Athletic Community Center. I want to be able to serve and provide resources, both academically, computer labs, athletically, role models for, for, for kids that are in inner city communities that really need that environment. They really need those positive examples so that they can tap in to their inner greatness because so many times they've got it, but we're not, we're not planting those seeds of what's possible. We're not watering, giving it sunlight, rolling up our sleeves and putting down the funky fertilizer so that they can grow into their maximum potential. I'm on a mission to really pass, to take that baton that my my father passed to me to pass that on to others and really multiply it. Uh, within our communities that need it most. That's amazing. I, I'm going to keep an eye on that goal and and, and congratulate you when you get it done because I know you're going to get it done. <laughs> and on that point, I, I also want to come up to the States. So, you know, we're going to have to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> come on, anytime you are welcome, you've got a place to stay, man. Oh, fantastic. Well, guys, this is kind of wrapping up the the podcast episode uh, I've had such an engaging time on this podcast, just having Larry Long on. Larry Long Jr., I should say. And um, Larry, everyone can find you just by Googling you, right? Because you go in, you're, yes, you're pretty places yes, all over I'll take the you place. to my YouTube page, <laughs> my LinkedIn page, my website. I got the smile for a mile. I got the face for radio. You'll be like, yep, that's that dude, Larry Long Jr. He's cray-cray. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, thank you so much for this episode. I hope that our listeners have learned something. And also, you know, like you said, the the little small thing that they can take out of here and hopefully apply to their life. I think this is why I started the podcast is because I wanted to create uh, an experience where we could have, even if it's just a couple of little things that people can learn from. I think that's why I wanted to do it. So thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it, Larry. And you're an absolutely absolute inspiration i say (laughs) pleasure is all mine thank you so much matt and i just wish you and your listeners all the best and continued success only you can make it happen boom